Shabbat Shalom, everybody. Welcome to our Supernatural Friday podcast. Pastor Tim Karskatton here, Christian Center Report, doing our favorite podcast of the week. We love to share these supernatural stories. And today we share a testimony of a gentleman that was taken up in the spirit and thrown, shown the throne room and the encounters of what the Lord wants us to walk in. All right. Shabbat Shalom. Shabbat Shabbat Shalom Shabbat Shalom Our favorite day. We love this. Welcome. It's Friday. As usual, we do our Shabbat Shalom podcast. 15th day of December, 2023. I pray you're having a good week and enjoyed our podcast this week. I hope they were a blessing to you. We came out of Hanukkah. Now we move into another season. It's always another season of the Lord. We believe this. Remember, I gave you a word. This is a month of dreams. Don't forget that. Keep dreaming. But the Lord will speak to you in your night hour. Today we got a testimony of a gentleman who was taken in the spirit, shown the throne um, around the highest place to be with the Lord, to pray and to worship. He was seeking the Lord for a supernatural miracle, and this is what happened to him. So enjoy that, and we're going to pray for you at the end. Hi, I'm Jakob Boyens, and I'd love to share my supernatural story with you. July 16, 2009, at 2 o'clock in the morning, I went into prayer. And to be honest with you, I had a list of things I wanted to discuss and fight out with God. And I was raised in a godly home. I was saved, baptized, loved the Lord even at that moment. But I had not had a supernatural encounter. I had not encountered the King of Kings for myself in a tangible way, not in a dream or a vision, but in real life. And in that moment at two o'clock that morning, the voice of God came through the walls. It came through my bone marrow. And God asked me, what are you doing? And at the time I told God, I will stay in that spot until he fixes a problem I thought I had with my wife. And God said, my wife's not the problem, I'm the problem. And over the next six hours, God revealed things to me in my life. And we wrestled and I had to surrender these things, things like my marriage. God said, I want your marriage. I laughed at God, I fought him hard. I reminded him of certain things, certain promises he made to me. And then I finally released my marriage and God would go on and say, I want the relationship with your father. And this went on for six hours. And I share this with you because at the end of the six hours, God said, now you belong to me. I'm going to tell you why I create you. I'm going to send you to the nations. I'm going to give you the keys of David. I'm going to fill your mouth and I'm going to reveal secrets to you. I asked God that moment, God, you have to, almost like Gideon putting the fleece out. You have to show me that I'm a changed man because I want to encounter with you. Within one week, I was in Charlotte in Carolina. I woke up at four o'clock in the morning. I was awoken by God and he said, walk. Simple, same voice, audible voice said, walk. It was snowing outside. I'll never forget the bellman asked me if I needed a jacket. And I said, no, God said, walk. I walked into the snow. I sat on a bench and God asked me, what do you see? And I said, God, I see nothing. I see buildings and it's cold. It's snowing. And the Lord said, you don't see because you look with your eyes. 
and he opened my eyes supernaturally. And I saw angels up the side of the building, as, as many as I could see, covered, their heads bowed, and their wings covering their eyes. I saw two big giant angels, one to my left and one to my right. I looked up at them and God said, it's Gabriel and Michael. They paid no attention to me and the Lord said, they look over the universe. God said, Yaakov, I want you to see the way I see. The next moment we're on the beach. Now remember, I'm sitting in the snow in real life, not, not sleeping. It's not a dream. It's an encounter, an open encounter with God, a supernatural encounter, which I want you to know is so real. The next moment we're on the beach and I'm standing with Jesus on the beach and he's whispering in my ear, I want you to see what surrender looks like. And we are approaching the boys at the nets and he calls them to leave their nets, leave the homes of their father and mothers and follow him and become fishers of men. And I'm looking in their eyes and I see what surrender to the Lord looks like. And I'm overwhelmed as I'm walking with Jesus on the beach. The next second we're in the desert. And he said, Yaku, he whispers to me, I want you to see what defeat looks like. And this dark force walks up to the Lord and it's Satan and he challenges the Lord. And I hear Jesus say, I rebuke you, get behind me, Satan. And I look in his eyes and I see utter destruction. And let me tell you, Satan knows he's defeated. He understands the power of the Lord. The next minute we're on the cross and it's Jesus's body. And I'm, I'm looking through his eyes as he's tilting his head. I'm seeing his hands and his feet and I'm knowing it's not my body. And he said, I want you to see what unconditional love looks like. And I want to tell you in that moment on that cross, a soldier approaches him, spears his side to drain the water from his side. And I lock eyes with the soldier because Jesus locked eyes with that soldier. And I see love, the most overwhelming feeling of love comes to me. And the Lord speaks to me and says, I know his children. I love his children's children. I want for him to be in unity with me. That was an experience that made me so hungry for more. I said, Lord, more. Later that month, I'm driving from Chattanooga to Nashville, Tennessee. If you've made the drive, you know it's quite a drive. And there's this long bend coming out of Chattanooga. And my wife and I are driving in her Volkswagen Beetle. I'm driving the vehicle 72 miles an hour. So I'm awake and we're praying for her friend's marriage. And my wife's saying, Yaku, we got to go deeper. We got to intercede more. And the next minute I'm leaving my body. Literally, God says, come with me. I see my body. I'm exiting my body with the Lord. I'm seeing my wife. We're elevating. And then we picked up speed. And it's almost like an elevator and floors just fly by. And we arrived at this level of just darkness. And the spirit of the Lord that traveled with me shot forth like a rocket and lit up the throne. And this whole place is lighting up. And I see the throne and I see thousands of souls worshiping. Holy, 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 Hosanna, holy, holy, holy. And it's deafeningly loud. And I had a thought, I want to worship him. I want him to hear me. And I would judge I'm maybe 300 yards from the throne. And it went silent and he said, I hear you. And I said, Lord, what is this place? And he said, this is the upper prayer room. Here I'm worshiped 24 seven. And he touched my cheek and he said, Yaku, look, there's David. There's Moses, Abraham, Aaron. Joshua, these are your brothers. They're here with me. They worship me. Yesterday I was with them on earth. Today I'm with you. And the Lord says, my heart weeps because all are invited to this place. But so few will come. And I'm back in the vehicle and I am literally out of my mind. I'm in the car driving 
Tears are flowing down my face. My wife, Philippa, is sitting next to me. We got to pull off the side of the road. I'm sharing this encounter with her that is just divine and supernatural. Philippa just left my body and I saw the upper prayer room. And I'm telling you, the Lord wants us there. He wants the saints there. He wants his bride to come fellowship with him there. And he wants it on earth as in heaven. He wants us to usher that power, that anointing, that supernatural divine encounter. He wants us to usher that in. And then I can tell you of a third occasion where the Lord literally restored bones in my body, broken ribs, calcified, grown on top of each other. A young boy lays his hands on my chest. Bill Johnson is praying in the background. And God says to me to tell the boy, are you ready for God to use your hands to do a miracle? And the boy thought he was there for a blessing for me. And God restores bones, medically verified. He is powerful. These encounters are real. The rocks will cry out. The wind worships him. The trees worship him. He's speaking to us. He's speaking to you every single day in so many different ways. All I want to ask you to do is ask for it. Ask for encounters. Ask for a real life encounter so that your hope in the King of Kings is not based on Sunday sermon. And I love sermons. It's not based on the worship. And I love worship. But your love for the King of Kings is because you for yourself in intimacy, not through your wife or your family member or a pastor or a priest, but you for yourself encountered the King of Kings like the disciples did when they walked with him. God asked me, Yaku, where do you go when you talk to me? Where do you go when you pray? And he gave me another encounter and he said, I want you to come sit at my feet. And I believe that every single person watching this, there's a place the Lord wants to commune with you. There's a place He wants to take you under His cover, under His wings, in secret, where He wants to whisper to you, where He wants to talk to you about who you are as a son of God, as a daughter of God, where He wants to give you the purpose of your existence, why He made you, why you are here. Because I can tell you there's nothing in my life. This skin is more artificial than that encounter I had with the Lord. Those encounters that kept coming and is keeping coming. Seeing angels in, in my house. Seeing children see angels. See the hand and the footprint of God. God wakes me up four o'clock one morning and there's a sign in my room and it's glowing. I'm awake, shaking my wife. He says, it's not for her, it's for you. And it's the word Tarsus. I get out of bed. I touch the sign. It lingered for about 30 minutes. And the Lord said, ask me. And he said, like Saul to Paul, making tents to writing the, sec you know, the, the, the New Testament, I'm teaching you like I taught him in Tarsus. So I want to pray that over you. I want to pray for you that you have encountered. So Lord, Father, God, Yeshua, Jehovah, Jireh, Rapha, Nisi, Alpha and Omega. I pray that there's an importation. There's a, there's a supernatural experience with the person that's watching this right now. That when they humble themselves, they get on their knees and they cry out to you and say, Lord, why am I here? Why did you make me? What's my real purpose? Not my vocation or my job, but how do you want to partner with me in the kingdom? Father God, I ask you to encounter them, that it's supernatural, that by the word of their testimony, people will come to the kingdom of God. That it's so real that no man, no weapon formed against them will prosper, that nobody could convince them otherwise. Like me, no one can convince me, Father, Lord, that you love me, that I'm your son, that I have a purpose, and that there's so much to discover in your kingdom. And I prayed it over you today, that 
you have an encounter with the Lord, a supernatural divine encounter, and it's life-changing, where it will change your life. And then I encourage you to go disciple the nations by the word of your testimony. He will mend hearts. He will heal wounds. He will restore marriages and he'll bring the kingdom together. And a Holy Spirit fire will fall on your house. A transformation will happen in your life. And nobody will be able to convince you otherwise. You will never again take counterfeit. Because that's drinking from the well. And you will never thirst again. Not for the world, but you will hunger for more divine supernatural encounters. So I pray that over you in the blood and in the name and to the glory of Jesus Christ. Amen. Have a blessed day today. Okay, I don't know about you, but that provokes me to jealousy uh, to have such an encounter, to learn so much in a supernatural revelation, which is all biblical. Everything he saw, everything he experienced was all in the Bible. Uh, what Jesus has done for us, uh, what he's done for those in the past, and what he wants to do for us in the future. It's very clear. And the invitation is great. Many are called, few are chosen, the scripture says. And we are being invited. I, I felt led of the Lord to teach uh, on Thanksgiving, praise, and worship. It's something I'm pushing into. I've done a couple things on Thanksgiving we have at the house. I started one and had others speak the other. And it's a protocol. Uh, when it talks about in Psalms, we enter his gates with Thanksgiving, his courts with praise. His courts is what this gentleman saw. He saw those courts in heaven where he saw the patriarchs of old and that we are invited there as well. That's the invitation. I've, I've had dreams. I've shared with you guys before. I saw a stairway to heaven in a sense, and it had a, a writing above it. It was an ancient door you could go through. And it says all, all those who are willing to deal with the issues of their heart are welcome to come here. So it's a humility thing, being broken, uh, dealing with our pride. Those are the blinding things. Uh, that will blind you. I remember Rick Joyner in his book, uh, I think it was The Call, he had a cloak of humility. He didn't like it because he saw the glory in heaven. And he said when he took his cloak off because he wanted to be walking glory like everybody else, he said it blinded him. He couldn't see anything in heaven because now his, his personal glory was blinding himself from seeing all that has. So we wear this cloak of humility in order to enter this place. This is an invitation. This testimony is an invitation for all of us. We have been invited. And that's that, that thanksgiving, that praise, and then worship is before the throne where we actually hear these things that the Lord wants to say, the answers to prayers, the healings we're believing for. All those things are available. If we go in the proper way, being broken before the Lord. Oh, let's learn from this. I pray this would happen to all of us. Father, I thank you that you're no respecter of person and what you did for this brother and what you've done for others. You'll do for these that are listening today. That, Lord, you have a heart for all to come to salvation and to walk in the fullness of what you have for them. I believe that, Father, and I ask you in your mercy to do this for us. In the name of Yeshua, amen and amen. Well, God bless you. You guys come back next week. Shabbat shalom. Well, thanks for listening to our podcast this week, especially our Hanukkah teaching and the warning about Israel. Very important that we all stay on the wall for this. 
We now head into, obviously, the holiday season, so follow our schedule on our app and our special services we'll be having. They'll be listed there and, of course, our website, ChristianCenterStreetBoard.com. You can give there. End of year giving. Thank you for doing that. It's a blessing to us, and we will bless you back as we pray for blessing over your life as well. All right. Come back tomorrow.